Hi, I'm Paige Nielsen, a professional soccer player for Angel City FC. And I'm Tian Tran, a professional actor player for TV. Actor player? That's not a thing. <laughs> Just go with it. This is In These Cleats, the first and only funny show about soccer. What about Ted Lasso? God damn it. Are you always playing defense? <clears throat> uh, yeah, nothing gets by me. <laughs> Welcome to In, In These Cleats. The Women's World Cup. Oh, okay, Paige, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about why we're here. We are a show that is obsessed with women's soccer, and the World Cup starts tomorrow. Um, and I have to say that this is a dream job for me. When I told my parents and family that I got this, they actually were like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> and so I'm very excited to talk to you, a professional soccer player, about women's soccer. Now, have you been watching the World Cup like as a child? Like, What was the first World Cup memory that you have? Yeah, the first World Cup memory, um, I didn't watch the whole World Cup. I think I was like four. Uh, it was when Brandi Chastain ripped off her shirt and slid after <laughs> the World Cup, um, after they won the final. And it was incredible to see. I was really young and I my nickname back in the day was Muscle Butt. Why was it Muscle <laughs> I had a really muscular and butt. <laughs> and, uh, Who gave that nickname to you? Um, actually, like probably people that shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, got, <laughs> I got a couple squeezes back in the okay. day. Okay, okay, okay. I, I was kind of ashamed of it, but that point really um, made me excited to be the, the kind of athlete that I I could be. Um, I was involved in a bunch of different sports and um, it really took off with uh, women's soccer in the U.S. Yeah. Mia Hamm was a part of that team. Like a bunch of legendary people were a part of that yeah, team. Yeah, Christine Lilly, yeah. Michelle Akers, famously chronic fatigue syndrome, yeah. <laughs> played like all the games. I remember the first World Cup that I watched was that Brandy Chastain one and I had watched all the games with my family and the final game we had to go to my cousin's stupid wedding and we were in the parking lot as the like we my parents had just parked the car and we were in the parking lot as the penalty shootout was happening and we walked up to the attendant and we were playing against China as you know and the parking attendant was like hey your team's about to go up and he was like assuming that we were rooting for China or a racist parking lot <laughs> attendant and I was like no absolutely not I am a huge US women's fan and they scored and it was like such a cool thing to watch on a a tiny little television in the parking lot of this random hotel. <laughs> um, so you have like teammates that have been selected to go on to the Women's World Cup. Like how does that affect your Angel City team? And like, how are you transitioning during this time? Yeah. Um, shout out to Alyssa Thompson and Julie okay, Ertz yes, we <laughs> for love the U.S. Um, they've been incredible teammates. We have players like June Endo, also Allison Swaby, um, Allie Riley, who's are obviously our captain for Angel City. Um, it's a it's a huge, huge loss to us. But um, I think the beauty of this sport and only having twelve teams across the league, there's a lot of uh, talented players mm -hmm. that are still here, and it gives people opportunities to play. And it actually grows the league in the long term. Right. Having this break and having more people. Um, getting more experience during the games. Um, we signed national team replacement players who deserve to to be on a team but didn't really get a a spot or an opportunity yet. Where do you so find them? <laughs> 
Where do you find them? How can I sign up? I did my research and I asked one of our coaches because I didn't know. <laughs> okay, okay. And she said there's an orchard of trees behind of our, our facility. <laughs> it's, each tree is a different position and then um, pick those when the players leave. Wow, sounds very <laughs> scary and sci-fi. I'm into it. Um, can I ask, do you text your teammates? Like, are you going to be texting any of your national team players like during games? Like if you see them do something like, what are they like zero dark? Like, do they go dark during the World Cup or? It depends on the player. Some okay. people check secretly their phone at halftime because they want to see like, oh my, what people really? are saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to be texting Allie Riley saying like she's not smiling enough because she never smiles. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. Paige Nielsen tells women to smile more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's what the men want. Yeah. So. <laughs> so something that people might not know is that some of these national teams are made up of amateur players that have no professional soccer team experience. Like, for example, I believe the U.S. women's is playing the Vietnamese national team for the first time. Um, and as a Vietnamese American, I was like, can I change nationality and play for a little bit? Uh, but uh, how, what does that mean for these teams that are playing against, like, the U.S. women's national team that is made up of only professional players. Yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge. So there's eight debutantes in this World Cup, yeah. which is incredible for these uh, smaller countries that don't have as much experience in, in a bigger stage. A lot of these countries don't have a lot of funding for mm -hmm. these players. So some players have to take three jobs. Does that mean that they're incapable of performing? Not really. Um, I think we're going to uh, see amazing performances mm -hmm. by by some players in in countries but yeah it, they definitely don't have experience in in a lot of them don't have the same professional level and we can dedicate more of our time to the sport yeah. um which really helps and um I, I'm just really excited for, for these countries to experience this bigger stage to see what they need to put into the sport mm. of women's soccer. As a professional soccer player, you, in the last World Cup, there was a lot of controversy that like the U.S. women's national team beat, uh, I can't remember what exactly, but a very large score, like 13 to nothing. And people were being very annoying about it, saying that they shouldn't run the score up like that. How do you feel about teams that have these like huge sort of skill differences or just experience and like, should they play hold back or like, should they just go full force? Yeah. I mean, obviously when you're watching your heart breaks yeah. for, for Thailand, it was, it was and, okay. um, but you're, you're competing at the biggest stage and you have to prepare for every game. Like it's your last. Yeah. You can't, you can't take a pedal off because every team, after Thailand is going to come for the U.S. throats. That's 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 what they do um, because of how successful we've been, and it actually shows other countries like what work they do have to put in to grow their own sport, which is huge for the game. What are you most excited about for this upcoming New Zealand Australia Women's World Cup? Um, waking up at three thirty in the morning to watch these games. <laughs> Are you going to go to the bars? Uh, got, I'm in season. Okay, good. <laughs> so, that was a trick question. That was a trick question. Um, 
No, I'm excited. It's going to be the the craziest World Cup we've had. 32 teams. We've never had 32 oh, teams. Oh, yeah, that's, extend- in it. that's yeah. the largest, right? Okay. Super stoked. The U.S. has a team full of 14 new players, so I'm super excited to watch them. Some other, England is, they're missing a couple of players, but these squads are are really strong. Like, who do you think is going to win? Are, are we saying, like, America, fuck yeah, respectfully, not in, like, a scary way, <laughs> or, like, America, oh, no. America, fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I've been looking at this for for so long and I really don't think like any team can compare to our attackers that we have in our team and the World Cup is going to be about like who finishes their chances we have Trinity Rodman Sophia Smith Alex Morgan they're all incredible goal scorers they're in form right now too they're in form and um I it's going to be hard unless they they pick apart our defense I think Germany uh Germany England Spain and Brazil Okay. And Japan, because I have a soft spot for them. I love their style. All <laughs> um, ha- have an opportunity to win. They're going to be great teams, but I really don't think American c- can be beaten. Okay, USA all the way. Woo! We will recruit you. As a professional homosexual, the straights are always worried you're going to recruit them. Do you find that? They should be so lucky. Well, I found us a recruit. To convert to Gatum? I mean, well, she already is there, but we're going to make her a soccer fan. Let's meet Lauren. Our In These Cleats recruit. Get your gay ass out here, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren Walker, former theater kid, current TV writer, zero interest in soccer. The crowd cheering. Okay, so... Uh, we believe that the best way to get into women's soccer is to go to a game. So that's why we sent you to a game. Yeah, you did. And it was good. <laughs> why'd, why'd you say it like that? It was, it was good, not great. You know, there were some things that I expected to happen that did not happen. Okay, like what? There's no halftime show. Did y'all know that? <laughs> no, oh my God. Are I you serious? I thought there'd be a performer. Okay. I was expecting someone big. Like who? Beyonce. <laughs> You think we, you think the NWSL is going to get Beyonce, who's currently I on she'd tour? I thought she stop her tour, come to the game, perform a little renaissance, get back out there. She did not. Okay. Okay. Noted. So that was disappointing. There were a lot of other soccer players out there rehearsing their bouncy balls. And that wasn't enough for you? I was just expecting more. Um, what did you like about the game? Okay, so it was exciting to watch. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, it was fun watching you guys kick the little ball around the field. Back kick and the forth. little ball. Yeah. Incredible, okay. <laughs> a lot of skill. Like, you, you were out there the entire time, which I was very impressed by. <laughs> it was really hot. I will say. It, and it was hot as fuck. That was another reason. I know you can't control the weather, but it was very hot. <laughs> we were out there all day. But also, as an asthmatic, it was just impressive for me to watch you go that whole time running up and down the field. <laughs> um, so that's why it was good, not great. Um, also, the best part about the game was before it. Okay. If we went to Fan Fest and there was like a lot of tailgating happening and it was like the Pride game. So everybody out there, I assume, was gay, which Ev- was very exciting for me. Because <laughs> I slept through the Pride festival uh, this year so going to that was like the replacement event and I just had such a great time there was a lot of community there okay. people gave me tons of free shits what like what I got free beer great I got free do you food. think it was gay beer absolutely okay great there's no just other kind make sure. I want to make sure it was like high noons and shit <laughs> did you understand the game at all 
Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the, what's a new that- thing? What's a new thing you learned about the game? I learned a new term called flopping. That's the one you learned. <laughs> God damn it! No so. offsides. Yeah, like or no offsides. Yeah. Oh, offsides. That's like a. That's when you go to the corner. No, that's a corner kick. <laughs> yes. We're it's working off. through it. We're working We're through fine. it. Yeah, I I tried my best to pay attention, but it was so hot. <laughs> uh, is offsides like a free throw? No, because that's a. That would <laughs> that's be basketball. that's basketball. <laughs> but is it similar? Is it? Um, Parallel? No. 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 Uh, free throw is like a PK, a penalty kick. Okay. All right. What is an offside? Um, the forward runs beyond Ooh, the defensive line. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the forward Basically, runs. yeah. I saw the lights turn yep. off. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was it like seeing Paige? It was so exciting. I, again, like, I was most impressed by you. I thought you were the best player on the team. Um, and you won. You got best player of the game. Yeah, I thought it was because I was gay. You did think that, but <laughs> I, I think it was because you... I think it's illegal to give best best player of the game to a straight player during Pride, Pride Month. That's, yeah, at Angel that's City fair. it should At be. Angel City. It would have seemed hateful. You're it right. would have seemed You're like right. a... <laughs> 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 but you were, like, truly, uh, you were kicking ass out there, and uh, you got the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's again, not good because I'm a defender. So that means that other, the other team's coming at us. Oh, shit. Yeah. See, well, it's something to learn. <laughs> like, let Paige relax. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> hang out back there. <laughs> Have you ever watched a game? No, this was my very first time. Oh. I think I've caught glimpses of it, maybe at a bar, <laughs> seen it was on and gone, ugh. have you ever even played sports uh yeah i did i played um basketball in high and middle school actually not well don't lie about (laughs) high school basketball (laughs) no i wouldn't have dared in high school that's when i found theater um something i wish that sports were more like is theater like at your game i was like when is this going to turn into a musical you know listen this would be fun if people started singing that's where flopping comes into play. Oh. It, is, it is acting. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I did enjoy those performances. Those <laughs> girls deserve Oscars. <laughs> now it all makes sense oh why gosh. that's the term she learned. <laughs> yes, because you loved the commitment to pain. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was so dramatic the way they felt. You know? It was all uh, like a flourish. It was like almost like a dance. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful work. It's those beautiful work. Did. It is yeah. beautiful work. Mm-hmm. Our medic actually has to act too. Really? Sometimes. Oh, a, really? Sometimes the player goes down because we have to tactically change um, things <gasps> in a game. And oh. the one player that can go down is our goalkeeper that doesn't have to get subbed out if she goes down. So if you see any keeper just go down and wave, wave the ref like they're hurting, it's uh, to make a tactical change. That oh is my hot god! Tea Professional right intrigue. <laughs> Basically, we could all do theater. Yeah. I, okay. Now I'm so much more invested. <laughs> I love that there are those secret tactics going around. Ooh, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that too. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Mm-hmm. See, this is just a start to recruit you. Yeah. Okay. I have I'm, a good feeling. Okay. So if on a scale from like, I don't like soccer to I'm a huge fan now. Ooh. Tattoo mm. it on my face. Wow. That's <laughs> pretty extreme. Where are you? Mm. Hmm. Based on the game alone yes. or the entire experience? The game alone. <laughs> Maybe the entire experience. Don't hurt my feelings. Yeah. Pl- <laughs> oh, well, I'm sitting right Okay, here. if I'm lying, 
six. <laughs> if I'm you're telling, telling the, truth. the truth, I'm at like a three. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> one game and she went from one to a three. I'll take it. I'll take it too. Yeah, <laughs> we can work with that. We can I work like with there's three. room to grow. You know, you room to <laughs> excite me. Uh, bring a performer at <laughs> halftime. Okay. All I don't know what Beyonce. power you have over that. All we need is Beyonce. Would I'll you take, take Doja Jay-Z? Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I will not take Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What about Blue Ivy dancing for like five minutes? 100% yes. Okay, great. Well, a good thing we have all season to convert you because you're going to be annoying about it. Uh, but let's go see our ungrateful recruit at the ACFC soccer game. Everybody, I'm Lauren Walker from In These Cleats. I'm here at the Angel City Football Club game. This is my first one. We're about to have my cherry pop, y'all. I'm very excited. They call me a virgin out here, but I'm about to get this shit wet. Let's go. What do you love about this team? Um, what I love is that it's such a diverse roster and overall company that they ensure that the community that comes to matches feels included. And today is a great example of like that inclusion. Everyone's here decked out in rainbows, pride year. Like, there's no question that like. If you come to these games, you're safe and you're heard and you're seen. That everyone is amazing and you can show up by yourself and just strike a conversation with anyone. They're gonna love you and accept you from that very second because you're here. And when you're, when you're, I almost said when you hear your family, but. That's but. Olive Garden, yeah! It's like Olive Garden up in here, hell yeah! <laughs> exactly. It's like for everyone. <laughs> yeah. ACFC, we will adore. For you will sing forevermore. Amanda, you have an amazing shirt on. Uh, Thank you. It says the only thing that makes being American even remotely tolerable these days is the U.S. women's soccer team. That is quite the statement. Paige is her favorite player. Nobody was going harder in that stadium yeah. when she scored than Amanda for sure. Now, why do you love Paige? I love her. I've felt comfortable coming out because of Paige. Um, so I've just kind of always been drawn to her. Um, and I decided to come out here for the Pride game, but made it out for two games. So I was able to be there for that game, which was awesome. Kylie, tell us about that San Diego game. Oh, oh, when Paige scored and M.A. scored, that was either God, Satan, or Carly Rae Jepsen intervening. I don't know who it was. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, what's up? I'm here with the president of ACFC, Julie. How are you? I'm excited. It's Pride Night. Yeah, Angel like, City Games. Woo, this is an amazing game. This is my first game ever. Can you give me some advice on what I should do as a, as a first-time fan? Cheer really loud, support our players, have the best time. I'm with Claire Emsley? <laughs> I'm a first-time fan. I'm, this is my okay. first game ever. Oh, nice. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Do you have any advice for me for my first time? Uh, yeah, just drink a lot of water and you can shout as loud as you can. All right, let's head into the game and start shouting. Yeah, 
amazing. Yeah. It was so cool to watch you play. Now, I noticed you were running up and down that field for the entire game. You must be so sweaty. What deodorant do you use? <laughs> Honestly, the chemic the chemical one, Old Spice. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of chemicals, because yeah. it's the only thing that keeps me that fresh. Got and you, clean. got you. And you don't smell at all, you smell nice. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel good? I feel good. All right. I just want my team to win. I know. We all want your team to win. We're yeah. all rooting for you. Yeah. You did an excellent job. The team did a great team did a great job. Thank you so much for talking to us. And go home, go to sleep. All right. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> I need food hey, first. Go get some food. Otherwise, I'm going to pass out. Eat food in bed. God bless. Okay. <laughs> We are so excited. Um, we have a special guest here for you today. Uh, she is the uh, Washington Spirit goalkeeper and 2023 U.S. Women's National Team goalkeeper and a gem of a human, Aubrey Kingsbury. Aubrey, welcome to the show. <laughs> and we're off. Aubrey, what up? Hey. <laughs> How's your husband? Good. He's coming over here in August. How's Jen? Jen's good. So how is it, first of all, being in New Zealand? Um, how are you feeling now that you're out there with the team? Like, how's training been? Obviously, it's been crazy watching a couple of the friendlies and what happened with the Ireland and Columbia game. Mm -hmm. um, so how's it been? We've been here about a week now, so I'd say it's getting more and more real every day <laughs> um, and just more exciting. Like, I was up last night watching... Australia play France and I'm like, oh, wow, I, this is going to be a great summer. I can't wait. I'll probably watch every game I can. Um, so yeah, just really excited. Training is, is intense. It's very detailed. There's so many situations that we're going over. You know, what if we're down a player? Um, what if we're up a goal? Mm -hmm. Five minutes left. Like so many things that could happen in the course of, you know, an, an NWSL season or like your career, but like we are not leaving anything uncovered so very detail oriented a lot of meetings to then review the training sessions um so it's pretty much like go time like there's no more like oh we'll get it right next time it's like no now is the time uh, we got to get this right we got to get it down we had a training match against the philippines yesterday so that was kind of our final tune-up and um our first game is next saturday here Friday in the U.S. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's backtrack a bit. Okay, so you are a Wake Forest Demon Deeks. Is that how you say it? Deacon? Yeah, go Deeks. <laughs> uh, go Deeks. Ew, gross. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's talk about your journey because it's been the most incredible journey, and I've loved to follow it. And you're one of my biggest role models, even though we're peers or whatever. You had stints with Sky Blue. You had to go overseas because basically there's only eight teams out of college and it was really hard to break in as a goalkeeper, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's tough. And, and we've had a lot of conversations about how training is your day job. Games are just a bonus, which is one of my favorite uh, things you've ever told me. And you were under Ashlyn Harris for a little bit as second keeper uh, at Orlando Pride. And she actually got injured and that's when you could step in into that role. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, and after you got traded to the Spirit, you've been a a nonstop amazing starter, captain, leader for your squad, and now you're representing your country. And I think that's such an incredible story, and one where um, you know a lot of players are going through through hardships, and 
it's it's a journey for every single player to to make it to the U.S. And um, mm-hmm. so I just want to I want to ask, how does it feel going through all of that <laughs> and finally representing your country? Thanks. First off, like when you you know you kind of talk about it from the beginning in a sense, like it does feel extremely gratifying because, like you're saying, it it was a long struggle. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm no overnight success, and really no one is. I I think sometimes we can paint this picture of um, just like oh she's on the scene, she's great, but like behind the scenes, like there's countless countless hours, days, years of effort being put in that, yeah, no one sees. They just want to think that, oh yeah, this is easy. Anyone can do it. If they dedicate a weekend to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's very gratifying. Um, I always knew like I had the capacity and the skill set, the tools to play on the national team, but it's just, you have to show that day in, day out in our domestic league to get an opportunity. And then once you get the opportunity, every training with the national team is like a tryout. Like it doesn't get any easier. <laughs> so it's then bringing that every day in this environment. And you just never know, like, of course you can give your best and play well. Um, and you can have some influence over coaches, but at the end of the day, like making the roster is out of your control. Um, you know how it is as a player, like some coaches just have their preferences for whatever reason that may be, whether it's age height as a goalkeeper, like it could be completely out of your control. So I was hopeful that I would make the World Cup roster, but honestly, like until I was told, like, you're on the squad, I just wasn't sure. Um, but it was a massive, like, relief and extremely gratifying. And, um, yeah, I just, it's surreal that I'm here, honestly. As one of the debutantes, are you pulling any of the other newbies aside, first World Cup being like, oh my God, Lord. Like, I feel like if I, oh. <laughs> like, is, do you have a little moment where you're like, yeah. the mascot's right over there? No, like, that is <laughs> funny you asked. When we had our, when we had our send-off game in California, I was standing next to Sofia Huerta and Savannah DeMello. And it was, uh, so Savannah DeMello worked her way into this camp. So cool. Um, or into the roster. Yeah, by just balling out in the NWSL, totally deserved um, massive yeah, success for the league, for her. Um, and then Sofia Huerta, she was once with the Mexican national team, switched to the U.S., played in Australia with me to get reps, basically, as an outside back, as she was an attacker transitioning to defender. It's like, you know, we're across the world. Like, where are we so far from family for years all to like pursue this dream. But anyways, we were standing next to each other in like the pregame huddle and Sophie's super sweet. Um, she just put her like arm around me and sab and she's like, guys, like, look at this. Like, you know, look where we are. Like, this is so cool. And I was just really grateful for that. Cause a lot of times as a pro athlete, as a competitor, it's always like, you know, you, you hit a mark, you reach your goal, and then it's immediately what's next. And you can kind of like get stuck in that like never ending cycle, right? Because there's always someone better than you. There's always a new goal to be achieved. But if you don't like smell the roses yeah. or just celebrate the successes along the way, it can get like really exhausting. So um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to be here. I'm going to smile every time, you know, the national anthem's played before the game gets going and be like, you know, I made it, let's soak this all in. But at the same time, yeah, like 
I'm here to do a job. You have a twin and you're both goalkeepers. How did your parents like handle the emotional like masochism of being the parents of two goalkeepers? Great question. And I always like, I feel like it's almost like Bledsoe. That's my maiden name, like mythology as to how it all began. Right. (laughs) Um, Because a lot of people will ask us, they're like, what? what's in the water at the Bledsoe house. Um, But we're all very athletic. Like my parents are runners. My mom still runs marathons and they expose us to everything. Like, you know, music, dance, hated dance, but did it. Um, Softball, track, like basketball and soccer. So I think like basketball was more my true love, but uh, I was just better at soccer. And I wouldn't really say it's cool to be a goalkeeper. Maybe in like modern day, it's getting better. But back in the day, like no one wants to be the goalkeeper, right? Like it's just, oh, you're tall, go take a turn. Or like, oh, you haven't played in a while, go take a turn. (laughs) Like everyone just has to go, right? Yeah. Like you, you just, it's like time out, go pay your time. So I did. And I was like, half decent at it because I was pretty athletic had played basketball and other like hand eye sports. Um, and same for my sister. So, you know, then we started having to take double time. <laughs> they wouldn't rotate us out as quick because everyone wants to score, right? Yeah. Like if you're, if you don't, if you're saying that you're lying. Um, so of course, like I grew up watching me a ham, like wanted to be number nine, wanted to score, uh, but was stuck in the back being a goalkeeper where it's boring. You just pick daisies. No one passed back to you, you know, like that's a new concept. Yeah. Like you don't, you just start off in your own world. So anyway, then say like 13, 14, that's when people start to like specialize and you don't sub as much. You kind of like stick with your position. And I, I want to say, I kind of realized like, all right, like my best chance is as a goalkeeper. Um, but my sister like really wasn't as sold as I was <laughs> and my parents, I guess, could realize, you know, you want to go to a good school. Like this is probably your best bet. So this is true story. I kid you not. My twin sister, Amber was persuaded to be a full-time goalkeeper by one Dairy Queen blizzard. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> and I was like, I'll get you DQ after this game if you play goalkeeper. Oh my god! I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so that one what, $3 blizzard ends up getting her a scholarship to Brown University. <laughs> okay, that is the best like blizzard investment I've ever heard in my... <laughs> right? <laughs> the returns are that astronomical. A, I mean... Incredible. No one, I don't think there's a better investment story I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> well, most parents nowadays, you got to do all these camps and everything. But no, back in the day, all you needed was ice cream for the blood <laughs> <laughs> You know how like, okay, on all the teams that I've played for, the goalkeepers were always like a little odd. And Aubrey, I'm telling you, you are single-handedly yeah. changing that narrative for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life goal, the <laughs> campaign I'm on. People don't realize, okay, we run a lot as field players, but when I look over, I see you guys going up and down, up and like literally mm-hmm. you do 5,000 burpees a day. 
That's what I. <laughs> that's what I think. And burpees are the worst, single worst exercise that someone can do, in my opinion. Yep. I think that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like when I've been injured, like sprints, cuts, suicides, nothing, nothing is the same as goalkeeper training. I literally have to do that to like go on the ground, pop back up, go on the ground, pop back up, <laughs> like to get that sort of like stimulus is like up and down, up and down and the explosiveness you need. Like it's just, it's a different stimulus than running. Like what's the craziest way you've ever saved a ball? There's one that comes to mind um, against Lynn Williams, who's on the women's national team. It was um, probably like 2018, but so when I look back at my old clips, I'm like, wow, you are so out of position. <laughs> like I've made some really incredible like athletic saves, but it's basically because I'm making bad decisions. <laughs> so this is one of those. It's a long ball. I way misread it. Lynn takes this touch around me and like I didn't even think about it. I just turn sprint like run back to my goal and throw my body like at the post. And somehow she like, it hits off me, you know, like she had the whole goal and she had just tried to place it on the ground and it like hits off me as I'm sliding like my face into the post and into the net and it stayed out. (laughs) I actually think it was on like sports center top 10. Oh, so cool. It was pretty incredible. Like watching it back. I'm like, wow. Like, don't know how I pulled that off. I mean, you you bring up having Lynn, like you played against Lynn Williams, you played against your teammates. I, I imagine, like, what is it like to have competitors that you, during the season, are like, you know, not rooting against, but playing against now, <laughs> be, being on, like, sitting alongside you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's incredible because I'm, like, big fans of everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I you're great. You know, I do my homework on you, like know exactly what you bring, all your special qualities. But um, like we had our last, our last game before getting together for the World Cup, the Washington Spirit, my club team played the Portland Thorns, Sophia Smith's club team. Mm. And she went on a tear, scored a hat trick and like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, everything in me wanted to be like, just like take her down, like do whatever it takes, you know, like a more physical game. Um, no, I'm not saying I would never, never tell anyone to like actually injure anybody, but, you know, give them like a little bump, like rattle them, things like that. Um, but like knowing that America would need her like <laughs> in the next week. <laughs> Like, I couldn't bring myself to be like, come on, what are you doing? But like, oh. You're like, get her, respectfully. Yeah, exactly. But in a kind way. No, she like took on like five players and then scored on me. And I'm I just like. see that. Oh. Yeah, then so the highlights are everywhere, you know. Kudos to her. She's a great player. No, but just so wish it didn't happen to me. <laughs> Oh, I do also want to add, like, back in the days of Sam Kerr, who was, like, the Matildas yep. legend. Back in the days of her playing in the NBCL, like, she scored bicycle kicks on me. Like, she scored every <laughs> which way. So I just always get a good laugh when I make highlight reels as the keeper oh, being no. scored on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's yeah. a great point. Like, there was just the Matildas documentary. And I'm like, oh, I'm in it, like, all the time. Like, so many cameos. <laughs> Just seeing her raining goals on me. 
Well, that is she good. does. She's doing she, that to uh, everyone. Sam Kerr also beat me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's she's pretty good. I'm excited to watch her this summer. Okay, who would win at one v one basketball? Me or you? Oh, of course you asked that. <laughs> um, I think it would be a, a close match. It's hard to say. Um, what a diplomatic answer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is how nice Aubrey these. is. Like my answer would be obvi- obviously me, and uh, this is this is how nice of a human you are. <laughs> I have the height on you, so I think like you would maybe struggle to get your shots off. But I do think that like you would go in, and I have to hold back a little bit because like my hands are very valuable, and I can't be in. <laughs> so. Let's wait till our careers are over. Uh, I don't have too many extra like fingers to spare. So the leadership on this team, and I think Vladko mm-hmm. did a good job of um, of basically leading them into leadership, and and the more experienced players kind of welcome these younger players under their wing. Um, Fourteen new players to the World Cup. Can you talk to to about having younger players this year? How's that been? Yeah, I mean, it's my debut as well. Yeah. Um, definitely not on the younger end. <laughs> I wish I were 18. Um, we do have an exciting mix of young players, um, veterans. You know, Pino's here. She's a great leader. Mm-hmm. She picks out these little details that, you know, go over all of our heads. I'm like, wow, yeah, like this is her fourth. Like she brings that experience. So we have the whole spectrum. Like you don't, necessarily want everyone to be like yeah been here done that but like of course you don't want everyone to be like whoa world cup what um (laughs) so i think we've got that mix as thompson being 18 can run for days like that is the hallmark of this u.s team like high press like Mm. high energy like don't stop you see it so often we wear down the opponents at the very end because you just simply can't keep up with the pace. I I mean, I saw Alex Morgan say that like, you know, because I'm sure people are asking and and I'm asking because three, a three-peat is very much present, like top of mind for everyone who's watching Mm -hmm. back home. Is that being talked about at all in, in team meetings? Or is that like, no, we can't think about that. That's like a pressure that is not going to help or hurt in any way. Um, yeah, for sure. Like they're, there is no other alternative than winning it all. Yeah. Like that would just be a massive disappointment. Um, and that's not even something, yeah, that we've talked about this month. Like it's been the past years. Like we have been preparing for this World Cup for three, like four years now. Like we talk in terms of cycles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So everything from the opponents that the Federation has um, had us play in the past years, uh, just to like, fine tune specific things to see different styles of play. Um, they've scouted out this hotel, our training facility for the past year and a half to try to make sure everything kind of looks like what we're used to mm-hmm. and to remove distractions, make it kind of feel comfortable and at home. Um, like it's all to win this third title. Okay. Uh, and we know pressure, right? Like yeah. this team has been great since yeah, as long as I was born, like I remember watching the 99ers, you know, like yeah. um, it wasn't too long ago, the girls sued the Federation. They won equal pay. So like talk about pressure, like that's pressure. Mm-hmm. Like the eyes of the world has been on this team, like for better or worse, you know, not everyone has wanted 
to see us win. <laughs> um, I would imagine that there's a lot of people who are hoping someone other than the U.S. wins. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think this team knows pressure. They relish in it and it brings out the best of every individual here. So badass. <laughs> yeah, it's so badass. Put um, that on a commercial. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, baby. That, that was beautiful. <laughs> Crack open a sports drink. I was and just, just go about crazy. to be like, mic drop. <laughs> yeah. Time to work out. Time to work out, ladies. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ops, for coming on. Obviously, yeah. loved having you on. You're a huge role model, not just to me, but for, for a lot of kids, a lot of adults, and a lot of people out there. So, we love you. We appreciate your time and really good luck for the rest of the tournament. Thanks, Paige. Yeah, I second that. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. You're amazing. I'm so excited to root you and the rest of the team on. And ugh, you have a new fan for life. No, thank you, guys. It's been great to chat. <laughs> Oh, that sound means we've reached our final segment. Stoppage time, much like in a real game. Every episode of the show ends with an arbitrary number of minutes to make up for the wasted time during the episode. Yes, but here the stoppage time goes to one person. And during that time, they can talk about anything as long as it's not soccer related. For our stoppage time, I would like to talk about the queer ultimatum. Yes. Have you watched um, would I be a lesbian if I didn't watch? No, and we'd take your card back as a group. <laughs> what did you, did you watch it with your wife? Um, so she was hesitant to watch it. Okay. Um, until I put it on and she was in the back room somewhere and was like, what did Tiff say? And, uh, I was like, you can just admit that you want to come watch it. She thought it was, um, too gay to watch, but I, oh, I, I think it's just gay enough. Yeah. All the talking, all, all the, the talking, drama. all the, for people who don't know what the queer ultimatum is, it's this sick show on Netflix where they bring in couples who have presented each other with an ultimatum. Like either you, either we get married, one person in the couple is like, either we get married or I'm breaking up with you. And so to solve their relationship, they bring them onto this show and they break up and start dating other people. It's diabolical, honestly. And obviously they already need to work on their yes. communication. <laughs> yes. If they have to go on a show to figure it out. I know. And some of the, if the first couple episodes I was like, okay, there's some really wild people on this show. And I think the best part about watching it is that it's, it is such... I know people are like, lesbians talk too much. And then I watched this show and I was like, fuck, we talk too much. Like it was. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Talking too much about the show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your favorite character. Or who would you want to be? Who would I? Okay, wait. Okay, who would I want to be? I would want to be maybe Mal. Yeah. Mal seemed so cool, so measured. Also seems she, like she wasn't reading the room a little bit, like <laughs> being like, I love you no matter what, even though you're in love with two people, I'm going to, I'm going to propose to you, even though you're telling me to my face, you love someone else. Yeah. I, I want to be that delusional about love. Yeah. Mal's heart is so pure. I know. And how about you? Um, 
I would also say Mel. Okay. She's super sweet and cute. But the most interesting was Lexi. Yes. I thought there was like something. I, I was a huge fan of her. I was like, yeah, she's setting her boundaries. She's exactly like my wife. Yeah. And then um, there's like a dark, weird side to her at the end. There's an, there's a, there is a dark, weird side to her at the end. And did you notice that she, or did you know that she has now dropped like a new, launched her new girlfriend? She launched. Yes, she in the water in, or no? Okay, <laughs> that was, that was Sorry, you're right. because Sorry. she she would she, she would. would she would she hard launched as the kids say yeah. her new relationship with a, a woman who seems more her speed of influencer style and they like put together a really insanely amazing real slash montage that I've seen too many times of them like. <laughs> <laughs> just like too many sexy poses, too many legs up on walls and like, I, like I can't, I'm, it's like this, like lots of like, lots of, I can't even like, get my leg lots up of there. standing scissor poses. Yes. If you can imagine <laughs> yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. I imagine that that's what the people want. And so maybe they, <laughs> they're giving them that. If I had to give you any advice for your marriage, okay. I know you're not asking for it. Yeah. More standing scissor photos <laughs> for the fans. Okay. Okay. That's good advice. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much for watching this episode of In These Cleats. We'll see you next week. 